0: Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive.
1: All right, another edition of your personal branding podcast, and this particular edition I have with me, Barry Feldman. He's a content marketing expert of about 20 years of experience and also named among one of the top 25 social media marketing experts you need to know by LinkedIn. I'm glad to have with me, Barry Feldman. Barry, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show.
0: Well, thank you, Bernard. I'm excited to be here on this intercontinental
1: podcast interview. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure I treasure. (laughs) Barry, I'm glad for you to tell us a little bit more about you. You have about 20 years or more experience in content marketing and internet marketing. Uh, Let us know how you got started into this field of uh, internet business.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, I... um went uh, from graduate school briefly into the public relations business and then um, about a year or two later into the advertising agency business. I um, made the rounds in the agency business for approximately 10 years. And in 1995 I started Feldman Creative, uh freelance copywriting uh, business. and uh, um, that hasn't changed. I still work for myself. The company's called Feldman Creative. Uh, it's a little bit of a virtual agency and in the last four or five years, uh, there's been a heavy concentration on content marketing as I discovered the power of blogging and, uh, content marketing at large and so that's my specialty now, online marketing. Corinne,
1: well, let me ask, what is content marketing? Why has it become the focus or the center line of internet business these days? What is, what is content marketing really all about? It's
0: about, uh, engaging an audience that, uh, you know, today, uh, the internet drives most uh, relationships and engagements, and so uh, that, that's not to say that content marketing is specifically for the internet, mm-hmm. but I think its uh, explosion in recent years is because of the internet, and so uh, as a marketer, rather than uh, pitch your products like you might have done in traditional media, largely by uh, you know buying media and uh, buying advertising, uh, today we have an interactive engagement, and so the customer is in control, the customer is generally... Uh, Doing research that often begins with search, and as a content marketer, you provide valuable content. Uh, It's you know, it's not a very specific word because content really means it. You know, it's it's, I don't know what it means. You know, it's like you know, it contains something, I suppose. uh, But the content generally is useful, uh, educational information, particularly in, in business to business. Uh, businesses, and so the content marketing means to be a valuable uh, source of content that um, users will discover and uh, hopefully share and engage with you. And you're trying to pull the close, uh, you're trying to pull the customer closer to you by being a resource to
1: them. Uh, okay, so m- it's more focus on giving value to your clients or customers than rather pushing or selling directly to them. So you provide them content, something valuable, then in that way, let me use the word you might pitch them into buying your product or services. Yeah, we sometimes say the
0: pitch, I like to say teach, don't preach. And so yeah, when you boil it down, largely as a content marketer, you're uh, teaching people. Okay, okay great.
1: Now you we'll come back to detail about maybe your best practices for content marketing over the years, and maybe you can list some few things, but I want us to move a little bit into Personal branding now, it's become almost the highlight of the internet center stage in terms of positioning you as a business. So to Barry, what is personal branding all about? It's about uh,
0: taking uh, the ideas and applying uh, the ideas that are traditionally uh, for companies and brands and applying them to yourself or, or, or taking an individual approach to it. So as a person... And looking out for your uh, the growth and development of your career, or perhaps your uh, business, it, it applies uh, in a really obvious way to solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and owners of small businesses or businesses that uh, have their name in them. Although it also applies to uh, large businesses where you see uh, leaders of businesses and executives on personal branding. It comes with all kinds of benefits, and it kind of depends on who you are and what your objectives are. But you're trying to increase perceived value of uh, your personal brand by uh, positioning it and uh, delivering content that supports uh, your position, so that you are uh, recognized as an expert in your field.
1: Now let's look at your article, the A to Z strategies of building a personal brand. I want to pick, I'll see my favorite 12 out of the out of the 26 then you can delve into that for us too. I like the first one. That's one of the things I highlight on when it comes to personal branding and position is authenticity, which is very critical in position and individual as a brand. So why do you need to be authentic? Or when you say, how do one become authentic in the things you do, especially in this age of social media, people pushing stuff to us, everybody wants to present their best selves or implied self. What is authenticity in the sense?
0: Okay. Um, great question and a great place to start, so I'm happy that the, the alphabet starts with A and allows me uh, to kick it off with authenticity. Um, probably should point out, I, I imagine you'll uh, show people this infographic, but um, what uh, Bernard's talking to there is an infographic that I created that goes from A to Z uh, with each one of those letters uh, representing an important principle of um, personal branding, and so um, apparently we 're going to talk about twelve of those, starting with authenticity it's it 's not the easiest thing to uh, put your finger on and and in fact, I tried to write about it recently mm-hmm. and it 's a struggle you know it seems almost uh, ridiculous to tell people that uh, you know we 're now going to talk about the fine art of you being you, but uh, when you get right down to it it 's a mistake people make in that when they try to develop a personal brand. Uh, sometimes they lack authenticity, particularly I find this with bloggers. they uh, learn the principles of blogging such that they think they're a journalist and while there might be some truth to that, um, really you're not a blog you're not really a journalist uh, in the in the classic sense that you're supposed to be objective and and report the facts and so by developing your authenticity, you're looking to have, develop a a point of view, tone, uh, your voice, and be as natural as you can because um, everybody's unique. And so if you try to write like a journalist, you sound a lot less unique. And so if you get good at being authentic, you understand how you're perceived some people even go as far as assessing their authenticity of their voice by asking their customers you know what do you think of me what do you think my strengths and weaknesses are and you write very honestly um, with with your own voice and, and that might be you know it might be Super casual, it might be, you might be uh, sarcastic or you might be funny or you might be, you know, really informative and detail oriented. It can be any number of things and it should relate to your objectives, but more importantly, it should relate to, you know, the way you are.
1: Mm, I really agree with that, especially when I started writing about five years ago, like TV publishing, and I most of my content were bite sized, like in, in, in bits and straight to the point. And most of the existing writers or authors, you know, you have to have uh, lengthy content and go this way that way and I said okay this is how I best write or can communicate my ideas I have to stick to what I believe is original more authentic to me than rather than writing as maybe so and so writes but in that way I bring out my own voice in my own structure of writing till this time
0: yeah that's really well said now I don't know that I agree that you have to have um long copy every time you uh, you know go at it i i i guess we're talking about blogging here and there are bloggers that uh, make very brief points and call that a post for the for the day but i think you know we've seen uh, perf- you know we we measure performance in online marketing and we see that when you do write longer posts uh, generally uh, you get more traction you get more engagement you certainly get more sharing but yeah people really are looking for that substance and that substance can be delivered, you know, in a very objective and boring um, how-to post. And uh, then I think it just blends in with the pack. You know, there are certain subjects that you're going to see day in and day out about the same things, uh, often about social media. And um, nobody can really tell you from the pack. I like to say, you know, you either get remembered or you get forgotten and so it sounds like what you've learned in uh in the development of your blogging skills is you know how to tell stories how to be yourself
1: and how to invite people into your life that's so true so i think with that we just uh blended into the b the second most important i think is blogging at this stage some people think either most of the blogging side are becoming ghost town or either becoming more important or vulnerable so it's depends on how you blog or you position yourself because certain blogs are becoming dead sites because of maybe they are missing the most important key about the engagement stuff and other social media content. Would you say that blogging in this age is dead?
0: Dead? No, it's alive and well. Blogging is is thriving. I suppose people that might interpret it to be dead uh, might uh, say or justify that statement by uh, maybe maybe one thinking it's it's so commonplace there's so many people doing it you know how how do I stand out, or two you know social media serves the same purposes, but i don't agree with either one of those statements you know if you're going to be a successful blogger, you might um you know, make your foray into a, a relatively popular field such as online marketing or copywriting, uh, you know, if you're, if you're talking about me. But you're gonna try to develop a niche and the more a niche specific you can be, the more successful you're gonna be with your blog. Now you mentioned, uh, the ghost town effect and that is indeed a reality. If you're new to blogging, it's going to take patience. It's going to take work. You're going you are going to get the feeling that you're talking to nobody or the wall because as a startup blogger that probably is true. And so uh, there's a lot to it besides and that's a function of enlarging your digital footprint such that your um material is discovered in various places. Uh YouTube comes to mind as a great example. SlideShare The list is pretty long, but most importantly, as a beginning blogger, uh, what I like to do and also uh, and do for my customers and advise when I'm giving content marketing uh, consulting advice is to uh, create a small portfolio of articles on your blog, let's say five to ten, that demonstrate you really are good at writing and really are good at delivering value, and then go in search of guest blogging opportunities. Because whatever niche you're in, uh, that field is going to have more successful bloggers than you as defined by their reach and their audience. And so a big part of my blogging success, the reason why uh, I have a fairly large readership now and I enjoy the um, social shares that I do, uh, almost exclusively uh, uh, ties back to the, me taking the opportunity to pitch uh, my blogging skills to high-profile blogs with large audiences. And so, you know, in addition to me writing at the point, which is the name of my blog, you'll see uh, the byline uh, from me at uh, very large websites like um, Social Media Examiner and Copy Blogger and Convince and Convert and Marketing Profs and HubSpot. The list is pretty long. I've probably written for 20 to 25 different websites. But that's a tip that um, you know should be taken very seriously. The blogger needs an audience, and it doesn't come fast. And so, you accelerate
1: that by guest blogging. Oh, I think you just shared a, a quick good tip here that is, uh, we're able to guest blog and picture the large uh, blogs of huge uh, audiences. That brings me to mind third point uh, from your A to Z, like define your audience. Like from the uh, beginner blogger, sometimes you just drawing by blogging on talking about almost every subject. Why is it a thing for you to define your audience or your brand and for
0: your blog? because it's a big crazy noisy world i don't have the statistics in front of me but there is a mind-boggling you know amount of competition for um the the blogging you know the blogging the sphere in general and so um i think hundreds of thousands maybe even millions of bloggers come aboard every day or week and so you're not going to be successful in writing a blog about everything and that you know this really is a lesson that applies to marketing at large through the ages uh, you know preceding uh, online marketing um, marketers need to define their audience and so it, it's a simple exercise unfortunately that uh, I guess it comes with some pain because people uh, tend to skip it and so they don't understand who they're talking to it's as simple as you know I am a blah a blank blank blank. You fill in that you fill in that uh, blank with you know your category of expertise, and I'm trying to address blank blank blank. And those are the people. And then you proceed to with these with these pleasures and these pains. You know what problem can I solve for these people, and and where will where will we meet? So um, it's often called uh, personification or the development of personas, and it simply means you have to understand you know who you are, what what you offer, and who you're offering it to, and how that helps them solve their problems and then finally, how do they consume media? where will they actually discover uh, the content that you're going to put out uh, via blogging
1: or other tactics Oh great. Uh, you mentioned help uh, that's one of the things I believe in my fever. I think most important that your blog or your content should be able to help others you can elaborate on that from your point of view too yeah in a way that sort
0: of um
1: echoes the sentiment I had
0: before about teaching instead of preaching and um you know refraining from being a pitch man uh throughout all the content that you um produce and publish and so some people have formulas such as a 411 Uh, the 411 formula very simply is when you are uh, sharing content you are uh, sharing other people's content four times for every one time you share your own and then the final one might be uh, a self-promotional content now i don't know that i adhere to that formula or any formula But the idea is uh, to be a utility to people, to have your content uh, solve their problems. And so um, you want to find ways to be helpful. And You do that, of course, through writing and then the social media you use to amplify your writing. And you do that through connecting people and thanking people and endorsing people. Online marketing, blogging personal branding all of these topics we're tackling today is a very reciprocal uh thing for lack of a better word and so what you're uh what you should aim to do is to uh highlight other people and um and give them uh you know give them props and give them uh, opportunities to shine and then um while you shouldn't go out of your way to ask for people to return the favor they will and so you have to keep in mind the reciprocity factor or principle of online marketing, and it plays very um, keenly into personal branding. I
1: mean, helping that there's some things like a, a startup blogger, someone seeking to leverage their brand, you might look out for influencers, and what are some of the tips or to help you uh, contact, contact influencers in your field so to help you leverage on your brand?
0: Okay, well, that's another infographic where uh, I pool uh, 22 influential marketers. Uh, I'm referring to an infographic I did recently called uh, Influence, Influencer Marketing Tips from Influential Marketers, or uh, it might have been Influential Marketing Ideas, but there's a lot of them. And, uh, the, you know, basically you're looking to uh, develop reciprocal relationships and uh, help each other like we talked about just a moment ago. And so there's a lot of ways you can go about doing that. You know, they might be as traditional as uh, um, picking up the phone. Uh, they might be as traditional as going to an event and uh, shaking people's hands. But I think what you're going to want to do is think about uh, being useful and helpful to the the people you identify identify as influential uh, before you start thinking about how that affects you or helps you. And so a great tip would be, after identifying your influencers, is to read their blog and share their content. And then if you want to get on their radar, which is important, uh, when you're ultimately hoping that they... Uh, you know use their influence to promote you or share your content is to uh, make comments on their blogs and so uh, that's a tactic that every blogger should do and uh, especially uh, aggressively if you're a beginner you know make a short list or even a long list of blog blogs and bloggers you admire and be a avid reader of their content and uh, make comments on their um in their blog discussion thread, you know, that's not going to be lost on them. The same can be said for social media, particularly LinkedIn. You're going to want to make those connections. And sometimes if you're an unpaid LinkedIn member, uh, that's not even possible until there's a, a degree of connectivity between the two of you. And so your um, task before you is to have that influencer recognize that you too are uh, in their field or in a related field and make your presence known any way that you can and so the list of advice is long but um, those are a couple of them a lot of influential people are authors and so you'll want to read their books and uh, authors very much appreciate when you write reviews of their books or write posts about their books um, if they're speakers you might attend uh, the you can listen to their sessions and meet them afterwards, and so yeah that, that extends into a long list of tips, like I said, but uh, the key to influencer marketing is to put the influencer first and um, you know find
1: out who they are and have them uh, discover who you are so you put the influencer first now you mentioned my com- comments, and I believe also that w- that was one of the tools or one of the ways to connect with influencers, but you know over the past few months and there's a lot, there's been a lot of debate about commenting and spam and blog, and even copy blogger have disabled their commenting options and some other unknown bloggers. What, what is your take on that? Do you think it has, it has really effect on some of these copy blogger and other side you thinking that a lot of are spam or using that ways to leverage their brands?
0: Um, the, the question I think you're asking me is, you know, copy bloggers sort of made a move that was um, controversial, perhaps a little risky by um, removing the ability to comment on their blog uh, right on their website. And so that stream is, is no longer there. And so they're encouraging you to do that on Google+. Um, I don't think that the world needs to take that too seriously or make that too meaningful. It's just a decision copy, blogger made. And, and I'm not going to say that it's wrong or right CopyBlogger did indeed justify that decision by saying, they're talking about the amount of time and the amount of resources devoured as they tried to sift through the comments that were spam, self-promotional, uh, not that meaningful, just a simple thank you. And so uh, they want you to go an extra step to get involved in the conversation. I wouldn't take it to mean anything more than that. Uh, I have not seen a lot of companies uh, remove the ability to comment on their blogs. And so therefore, uh, I don't think as a blogger, particularly as a beginning blogger, uh, you should uh, shy away from the practice of having a, a blog commentary. It's something that people
1: really value. Right. Now, how do you, uh, position yourself using your voice? Not, not just the audible voice, but as a brand voice. Yes, in things involving your brand or your blog or your influence.
0: How does anybody, or how do I personally? No, I
1: mean, how does anybody do that? That's from your well, you have to. Graphics.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, you have to discover uh, what it is, and you know, in a way, it's not that separate of a discussion from the authenticity conversation we had at the beginning of the interview, but, um, you know, the authentic you has a voice. What is it? You know, are you disguising it uh, behind this uh, veil that is the internet or are you coming through? And so if, if it's not natural to you to write the way you speak, you know, there are certain exercises you're going to have to go through. So I think you're going to have to identify, you know, it might be as simple as, you know, how does your voice play in the physical world, you know, are you funny? Do you tell a lot of jokes when you when you meet people? If so, there, there's no reason to dial that back when you become a blogger or you're working on your personal brand. Are you um, analytical? You know, are you a deep thinker? Are you prone to uh citing other people's works? Uh, there's a lot of ways that you might define your voice and use it, and it's not the easiest lesson in the world to give, but I think you're, you're gonna wanna go through some of these self-examination exercises to figure out, you know, what makes you tick. If we're talking about me, you know when you read my stuff commonly uh you'll see that my voice is indeed often snarky or or sarcastic i'm i'm a very opinionated person and i think um though you don't always agree with me uh you know i think people respect that i that i have a strong opinion and so i put it out there and i don't uh you know i don't try to please everybody all the time in everything I write. I try to just uh, simply be myself, and then then I bring myself into it. If you read my stuff, you know that I'm the father of a couple of teenage daughters. You know that I'm uh, into rock and roll. You know that I'm a dog lover. You know that I'm very passionate about uh, my profession, which is online marketing. All those things come through. Uh, to increase my authenticity, and uh, over time, I think people appreciate uh, my voice. You know, I do get a lot of feedback, and uh, often in the form of compliments, thankfully, uh, that they like the way that I express myself. And so that's, that, that's, I mean, there's no substitute for experience there, and I suppose the more you write, uh, the more comfortable you're going to be uh, developing your voice, and you're going to get um, feedback from your audience as to what they do and don't like.
1: So let's get into this. As a, as a father, family man, uh, doing personal social media stuff, how do you blend all this and still keep your zeal up or your passion, enthusiasm, and all that you, you do? How do you get yourself revived or keep up it all the time? <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know that you do, you know, and everybody's not upbeat all the time. I mean, I've seen bloggers, uh, certain ones come to mind that, um, you know, let people follow them through the highs and lows of their life. You know, they just had a, a tough breakup or the loss of a loved one or, I don't know, some business setback. And that's okay. I mean, I... I I think we're talking about zeal and passion, and we'll get to that. But I think it's okay for uh, people uh, to be so honest and to, you know, have the degree of integrity that allows uh, the audience to see that you do indeed, and you let yourself be vulnerable uh, before your audience. So I don't know that the, what the answer is to how you maintain your zeal, but you know, you, you definitely want to uh, pour your passions into your work and uh, celebrate your successes. So like you mentioned uh, when you introduced me that uh, I made, um, I found my name on a list of the uh, 25, I forgot exactly what the list is, but 25 uh, social media marketing, yeah, influencers or experts or something like that that you should know according to LinkedIn. You know, well, th- that definitely you know fills my sails with wind. You know, and I, and I do indeed get interviewed a lot, and uh, I do uh, get asked to do uh, guest blogging and the, and the various things that sort of um puts me uh, before the media in a, in a variety of places, and that's that's a you know, that's a meaningful thing. I'm finding myself on on lists of uh, influencers and quoted often and uh, asked to participate in roundups. And so it doesn't come instantly. You know, there's a bit of a snowball effect. And and like we talked about before, you're often um, frustrated in the early goings of your uh, blogging career uh, with the notion that not that many people are reading or sharing your content. But uh, you have to hang in there. You know, you have to Come at your personal brand or your online marketing with something that truly is your passion. You're not going to be able to fake it if you're, if you're, you know, trying to fake it and pretend to be something you're not, uh, you know, that's going to come through probably, uh, sooner rather than later and reveal that, uh, it's not really something that you care about. And so, uh, you know, you have to dive full-fledged into it. And so for me, it's been a combination of attending conferences and meeting the people that I feel are influential in my field and uh, reading and writing. I probably shouldn't have passed by reading so quickly. Reading is huge. I think, you know, I read day in and day out about my field are largely from uh, writers that I respect and uh, marketing leaders who have a point of view and have um you know interesting insights into how to be more successful and it does indeed uh,
1: help me maintain and grow my passion so looking at reading and you know one of the all-time favorite classic is how to win friends and influence them Dale Carnegie you mentioned in the W and in, in terms of social media and brand building what are some of your favorite authors and, and all-time favorite authors in the um Marketing space? In general, like all time favorites in any, any classic it could be music, blah, right, but all time your classic. Actually, Dale Carnegie's book is one of my favorite all time classic books. And for me, one of the other books is, it's, uh, this book, The Richest Man in Babylon. These are my all time favorite classic, uh, books of all time or any subjects. What else? Yours and maybe in any particular field.
0: Yeah, um, well, I, I don't read fiction like I did when I was a younger man, but when I did read fiction, I love Joseph Heller, who wrote uh, Catch-22. I love uh, Tom Robbins, who wrote some of the uh, craziest books you've ever read, uh, Douglas Adams. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Shakespeare. Uh, in the music world, I love uh, the, the literate writers, such as uh, Bruce Springsteen and uh, Bob Dylan and uh, John Lennon. And then uh, today in a non-fiction, though I do go through quite a few um, books about um, online marketing, uh, I, more often than not I'm reading blogs and some of my favorite bloggers are, are the entire team at CopyBlogger. I'm a big fan of uh, Ann Hanley who wrote Content Rules and of course is the uh, Chief Content Officer at Marketing Profs. Uh, she's got a new book coming out about writing, which I can't wait, uh, wait to read. Jay <laughs> Jay Bear, uh, just uh, this year, I think. Sure, I uh, spend a good amount of time reading uh, Chris Brogan's work, mm-hmm. who's uh, become an obvious leader. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. The list is pretty long, and also, um I don't know. I'll go down this path right now, but there's a lot of writers that uh, aren't yet um, book writers mm-hmm. or aren't yet. Uh, household names that I like. So I read a lot of blogs, and I've developed a lot of favorites. Dale Carnegie. I guess I wouldn't call him a favorite author because I haven't read anything other than *Win Friends and Influence People*. But it's such a landmark book that if, you know, if he never wrote another word, he he has to be uh, considered a le- legendary classic. Uh, writer for the principles that he introduced there, you know the book is full of short chapters with lots of examples uh, about how to gain influence and and uh, become a friend to the to the people that uh, you know you need to influence yourself uh, to become successful in sales and marketing and uh, they're very simple principles, but um, you know it's a reference book that belongs on your desk and probably reread as often as possible because there are principles that you simply forget, for instance, one of the great chapters. Uh, in Win Friends and Influence People is simply about being a good listener. You know, which is something that um, we don't we don't remind ourselves enough. You know, when you get into personal branding and you're doing online marketing, are you listening enough? Are you following the conversations? Are you going to the Q and A sites? Are you monitoring uh, Google alerts such that you know what the conversation is about and what people are struggling with? Great lesson from Win Friends and Influence People. Tough question there, Bernard, but I'm glad you
1: asked it. Thank you. That is true. On the side of sports and fun, are you following the Brazil 2014 World Cup matches?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yesterday, I watched the excruciatingly painful match between the United States and Portugal. It's... um. Soccer's, soccer or football, as you probably call it in Africa, uh, is far from my favorite sport, but, um, you know, it's a big story and I'm
1: following it a little bit. Myself too, but you beat us in our first match, but, uh, we hope to qualify.
0: Yeah, who's we? Ghana? Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Did, didn't the United States play Ghana? Yes. Yeah, how about that? Um, the connection is, uh, is world class between, uh, soccer teams and, uh, Bernard and Barry. <laughs>
1: Okay, great, I think. And so you shared some very valuable insight in the area of content marketing and personal branding in this age and the excellence. And a whole lot for us to you. I mean, delve more into it. I would always want to ask that, what is your billion-dollar advice to the world, the area of content marketing? What would be your billion-dollar tips for us? Some tips for
0: how to do content marketing at large?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Is that what you're asking me? Yes, Is that yes, tips? Yes. Uh, Okay, well, I... I guess I'd make for a pretty good review a lot of the things we've talked about because um, I I hit on a lot of them. I think it begins by understanding uh, who you are and who you are the attributes that define me and my brand. And then draw another circle and say, these are the attributes that define uh, the audience that I'm trying to appeal to. And uh, not everything in both those circles are going to overlap, but you're looking for the overlap. You know, what you can be and what you can say and what you can offer and how that maps to uh, what your audience needs and how they'll find value in what you do is that overlap. And uh, that's where you're going to determine what your content should be about. And then comes the listening stage, learning specifically what problems can you help people solve. How can you advance their careers? What what keeps them up at night? You know, are are they uh, are they lacking in productivity? Are they lacking in writing skills? Are they lacking in their understanding about? how to build their first WordPress website, whatever that niche might be. You know, that's going to be the concentration of your content. And so then comes the practice of writing. And I, I I don't find it easy to write about writing, but writing is something I've been doing all my life and professionally for 25 years. And so if you're going to hone a skill while there's, you know, skill... Reach and all these things—it all traces back to what you have to say, and what you have to say, you know, is going to be on your website, on your blog, on your social media uh, pages. Writing skills, and if that's just completely out of bounds for you, and you know that you you can't do it, you won't do it, you won't enjoy doing it, you won't make time to do it, you're going to have to find somebody else to do it for you. It's not the best way to develop a personal brand, uh, to be sure, but you can be a content marketer. Um, and uh, bring in resources to help you do that, and so you're certainly finding an explosion in the a field of content marketing, where people that uh, are growing uh, internal teams or or even external teams, they're growing their resources such that they can in fact become publishers. Are uh, hiring uh, talented people that know how to write.
1: Wow, great, great tips there. Barry, Where can one connect with you on social media platforms?
0: Well, everywhere, I suppose. Um, the hub of it all uh, should be, uh, a, you know, for everybody and myself, their website. And so, if you don't have one, today's the day to begin uh, the process of creating one. I'm online at FeldmanCreative.com, and uh, on Twitter, which I'm a huge fan of, I'm at FeldmanCreative, and in in most cases. Um, you can find me with a slash Feldman Creative. Uh, I have a presence on Google+, and I'm taking that a little more seriously every day as that platform grows. And on LinkedIn, I think you'll find me by my, my name and uh, the list is long I dabble a little bit with Pinterest and Instagram and then I have an about me page uh, by the way which is a great way to uh, consolidate uh, the links to all of your social media but of course on my website and on my blog you'll find those familiar chiclets or icons that make it so that you connect with
1: me there so I'd start at my website great Barry Feldman and Barryfeldmancreative.com. That's I think that's a hope where you can connect with you. At best, I would say just Google Barry Feldman. Yeah, yeah. If you do
0: that, I think you'll score. I, I did that a, about two months ago uh, in search of. Uh, what that uh, what that means, you know, basically uh, that's a great lesson in personal branding. You Google yourself and see where you stand if you have a popular name, are you sort of drowned it out by people with the same name? and so uh, and so yeah, do a search for Barry Feldman or better yet Feldman Creative, and hopefully you'll find two to three pages of uh, listings for me and my social media will be amongst them, as will the many guest blogging uh, opportunities
1: I've taken advantage of. And great links as, as well to great content almost everywhere that you one can find. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, thanks. It's been a good time and I don't know if you have anything to say at this particular moment for us. Yeah, yeah I just wish people uh, luck. I,
0: I thank you, Bernard, for uh, having me on your, on your program. I'm excited to see it uh, broadcast or internet cast, as the case may be. And I hope I've uh, said some uh, intelligent things that people can, uh, you know, take to heart and, and put into action, uh, to develop their personal brand. So, uh, it was, it was a great pleasure talking to you today.
1: I believe so. And thank you so much for your time, making time of all the business you have, uh, making time to share your knowledge with us all about the world in Africa. We are grateful. Uh,
0: my pleasure is a treasure. Is that what you say? It's a pleasure I treasure. It's a pleasure I treasure. Alright, I like <laughs> that one. That's a keeper. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Bernard. Thanks.
1: And at this time, I want to recommend my two latest books on Amazon. That is The No-Nonsense Guide to Personal Branding for Career Success. You could just Google the name, Bernard Kelvin Clive, or the title. And also get a copy of the book if you want to become an author or you're writing a book or need some guidelines in publishing. Get a book Why Every Entrepreneur Must Write a Book. That is Why Every Entrepreneur Must Write a Book. Get a copy on Amazon today. The best is yours. Thank <laughs> you.